I Like Your Dress predominantly takes place in what is known as Metro Vancouver on the traditional occupied and unceded territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, Tsleil-Waututh Nations, and the Hunkamina-speaking people. In this place of work, we hope that within our creative space that we take time to acknowledge, teach, and ensure we are using our voice to speak truth to power. You're listening to I Like Your Dress, an educational comedy podcast all about trying new things. I'm Allie. And I'm Tori. Tune in the first Friday of every month for a new adventure. Seeing the potentials that digital art can entail really has uh, really pushed me to branch out, build upon my portfolio, and uh, create an interesting style that is hopefully appealing to other people. Hi, Thomas. How's it going? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. My main question for you, Thomas, is what's been keeping you well during the pandemic? I feel really lucky in the sense in that I kind of was able to work well from home and uh, integrate myself into this working environment from home. I know a lot of people would kind of go really crazy during quarantine, especially living in such a tight packed city like Vancouver. Mm. So I just feel really grateful in the sense that uh, I live on the island. So I have, you know, socially isolated hikes that are just minutes away that I can go out and walk and run to. And uh, I just can come back home, do my work. And uh, it's just uh, I've just been acknowledging just how, you know, just how lucky I am. That's just been something that has just been keeping me very mentally well and healthy during this quarantine. And Mm. I just couldn't be more grateful, honestly. That is so amazing. Honestly, it's it's so great to hear when people are so close to really beautiful parks. And I think just even going on walks has been really kind of the motivation that's trying to like get me out more and kind of get me back into a routine of things. Um, it really does go such a long way. You've mm-hmm. also been dabbling a little bit into, well, you've always been uh, dabbling in graphic design, but you were talking to me about how you kind of self-taught yourself a little bit and kind of refined your skill during the pandemic. What has that been like for you? So yeah, it's just uh, amazing just what's on YouTube. You know, you can just get these five-minute lessons for free as opposed to spending $35,000 on a graphic design course at some sort of art school. Not to discourage people that go there, absolutely, but it's just, uh, you know, I've just... uh, Try. I've struggled a lot with my style and what I want to do, and uh, I just I've just been taking influences from things that I'm inspired from, and and all types of sources. You know, cinema, like scenes and movies that I really love. You know, color certain color palettes, and um, I combine that with sort of the technical skills that I really wanted to learn, and just seeing online, seeing the potentials that. Um, that digital art can entail really has uh, really pushed me to really branch out, build upon my portfolio and uh, create an interesting style that is hopefully appealing to um, other people. So, yeah. Absolutely. That's so cool. Would you say that the pandemic, like having this time away from or maybe just having this time where you're a little bit more concentrated at home, has that, do you think that that really encouraged you to kind of jump into it a little bit more and kind of be like, okay, let's, 
let's start practicing this. Let's, you know, I have time to actually fulfill um, this huge passion of mine. Did you, did you resonate with that? Yes. And it's actually very interesting because I actually got my foot into digital art before the pandemic started. So that was in probably like November 2019. Yeah. And so once everything really uh, got insane, that's when I just really, OK, well, this is something that I wanted to do. You know, we're under a two week order lockdown. Let me just uh, let me just start practicing, use this as an escape, as a distraction from everything going on. And so really that not only served as a learning experience, it also served as a coping experience for me. So absolutely. So true. I I totally know what you mean. I find that during this time away, it, it's been really a, a time of reflection for, okay, what are things that I really like to do? Like what even are my hobbies? And what's something that I can do as a sense of escapism? Do you find that working on your graphic designs, a sense of escapism that just kind of takes you away from the crazy and kind of centers yourself? Is it a form of meditation? <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's several forms of meditation that I've taken part in during the quarantine, but yeah, graphic designing, even art, just art in general is definitely high up on that list. Um, yeah, so just having that sort of outlet for to keep you sane really serves as a really meditative experience. Oh, that's so awesome. You were talking about how film really inspires you um, in a lot of what you create. Um, what in particular style of graphic design do you really like to kind of gravitate towards? And how does film really inspire how you portray your art? So um, I follow this really amazing account on Instagram called Color Palettes and Cinema, in which there is a very iconic scene of, for example, just one of my favorite movies ever, Promising Young Woman. That that oh. movie just has so many bold Easter colors in it, and uh, and then it just um, it just it just always sticks out to me. I've always just picked up on certain visual cues and films and cinema and uh, I've just always seen things that just really stuck out to me and the way that is sort of integrated is also I have this really um, I have this this very uh, trying to find the right word here this desire towards vintage the appeal the vintage aesthetic appeals that I see in maybe 70s and 60s lettering fonts and even you know perhaps advertising because even when I was younger I was really into old school films so I think that um from my childhood maybe this sense of nostalgia pertains to that um sort of integration into my style and yeah I just you know you and I were such movie buffs also I loved going to the Oscars I, I when I said Promising Young Woman you were like oh mm, mm, mm. so yeah <laughs> You know, Please watch that movie. I will. I will. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because Thomas and I, well, before the, oh my God, before COVID, I I wanted to kind of get into, I always love watching the Oscars. So yeah. my last uh, place, I had cable. So I had like an Oscar viewing party. Um, and that was such a great time. And I, I even said, I'm like, we need to do this every yes. year. But then COVID happened. Yeah. So we will resume our Oscar, our yearly Oscar viewing party uh at Prey COVID <laughs> yeah oh well did you hear they're canceling the Golden Globes what yeah 
yeah, it's canceled. The unfortunately, <laughs> this sucks. The ratings have been so bad, unfortunately, lately. I don't. I actually don't know if you watched the last Oscars uh, just recently, but they were really underwhelming. I'm not sure if it was because of COVID. I don't think it was. It was just. It's just been a bit messy, but I had a great time with you. I think that was fun just because 2019 was the year of really good films. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. That was my Is that heartbreaking? Went off. Oh, yeah. Um, no problem. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Um, it was just a really, a really good year for movies, I think. And mm-hmm. I found that, well, of course, like, I definitely think that there, there should be more exclusion like that's happening when it comes to the Academy Awards. But I was mm-hmm. really, really happy that Parasite won. Um, oh my God, so was I, yes. So I think we both screamed, great. yeah. And he is an incredible director. And I just love everything he said about, um, what was his speech again? It was like the amount, if people just get past the one inch of subtitles in movies, you can open yes. an array of like really good quality films. Exactly. And, super resonated with me and yeah did you watch Minari oh I should I I've heard about that I really I should I really yeah. like it there's also a lot of really great colors like the color palette in that exactly. film is also very good um, the poster Loki reminds me of Midsommar oh <laughs> just the bright sunny exactly. skies totally different subjects but another yeah. Another movie that Thomas Thomas and I both really like um the color in that movie is amazing you know what else Oh my gosh, the colors in um it's another horror movie. It follows. Yeah. Yes. Also, yes, yes. That oh my god. Had, I think that actually started that really ex- amplified my love for like vintage lettering, like the 80s fonts. Every uh to be honest, I wasn't that keen on the storyline, but I really love the cinematography and everything. The acting was good. So, yeah, I I just love how you mentioned that like, oh, our minds. I know, so good. Um <laughs> I, I know anytime that I want to talk about movies, I automatically I'm like, okay, Thomas, like yeah. we need to dish about this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, we are going to go on a quick break. When we come back more with graphic design with Thomas. Yeah. Today's episode of I Like Your Dress is sponsored by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online platform with classes covering nearly every topic you can imagine from internet marketing, graphic design, or even flower arranging. Staying at home can start to look a little dull. You might be feeling unmotivated, frustrated, and, well, a little bored. Skillshare is the ultimate home classroom that can help you start a new hobby or perhaps refine an old skill. The teachers are experienced, friendly, and offer such a wide range of topics. You can get started from the comfort of your own home. Sign up for your free trial at skillshare.eqcm.net slash ilyd. And if you love their service, you can get a two-month subscription for free. Now, back to the show. And we're back with Thomas. Hi, Thomas. Hello. 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 So jumping back into um, graphic design and kind of how you started doing a little bit more during the pandemic, um, you also have an Instagram handle. And what have, like, what has... Like, what have been the last few things that you're really proud of that you've done and posted on there? Like, how has that community been for you? Have you found that uh, going, like, being on social media during the pandemic, have you been able to kind of connect with more people in the community as well? Like, how has that been for you? 
Yes, 100%. Um, I think there are certain groups of artists on Instagram. I think it's very important that you align yourself and just view yourself not as competition and don't compare yourself to other artists. Like, like find a supportive group. You know, I have a, I ha- I kind of co- correlate well with a niche of certain artists who we build each other up. We have the same styles. We like the same sort of things and we build each other up. And it's not sort of this discouraging competition where like, oh my God, they're so much better than I am. Like, what am I even doing here? Yeah. And so that's something that it is, um, it's very hard to find on Instagram. I know that's like, Instagram is probably the worst for your mental health, but literally I just only follow dogs, food and graphic designing and it's okay. been the best decision ever. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, just in terms of that is definitely something I'm proud of. Um, <clears throat> another style that, uh, I've kind of taught myself was sort of has been inspired by these low fidelity or lo-fi animations that we see on YouTube of just these very calm aesthetic uh, beats of a girl studying, writing down in her notepad. That is, uh, Oh yes. my God. Can we just talk about anime aesthetic for a second? For just we like a love. minute. Can we just talk about how amazing it is and how relaxing it is? And don't even get me started on lo-fi. I, it is every day, every day I play it in the background. It, love it. I love it so much. And I know this sounds a little, okay, this, this is going to come off as super self-centered, but I've been trying to do this new thing where I, I've been really uh, hating my life at the moment. Um, but it, I'm trying to, I've been working with on my therapist to try to like romanticize my life a little bit more and get myself just excited about life again. Um, and a way to do that is like, you know, when you listen to like soundtracks with like just pure instrumental, you kind of feel like a main character in a movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really getting candid about this. I realize this, but lo-fi like centers me. Like it really, it makes me just make everything what I'm doing, whether it's doing the dishes a little bit more, I don't know. Sur- is feel the yeah. right word like almost just it's pleasing like it, it feels like relaxing I feel like I'm a character in something I feel like I'm study girl you know it's, I just love it just because the animations themselves they're so simplistic it's just so everyday life like who knew just her writing in a notebook is just so like beautiful and like makes you want to cry and like and even just oh, and it's just so trans what's the it's very like transparent and it's also mm-hmm. like it feels, real yeah it's so real like who knew, who knew that you can make studying look so good? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching that for, like, four years, and bless that girl. She's still studying to this day, like. <laughs> oh, I hope she aced that test. Like, yeah. bullshit. My yeah. friend was really telling me that uh, he saw a recent one, and she's not there. And all the comments Ooh. were like, oh, my God, she's taking that exam. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to think about it my mind kind of went to something else a bit more upsetting but I love that yeah she's studying she's she's getting the exam done yeah exactly I love it oh anyway um tell me about the last thing that you created um so I'm just pulling it up uh oh yes the uh so um I've been really honing in on the vintage style and uh, kind of the 50s retro aesthetic appeal. And uh, 
I don't know if you've seen it. It's uh, basically just this poster of a maraschino cherry and like this kind of glossy purple fonts and everything. And uh, so that has just been um, something I'm just really working on sort of a series that I can just add to my online store. And uh, and so that kind of started with um, the landscape pieces of Kitsilano and Tofino and White Rock Beach because uh it's something that would definitely appeal to certain people. They would want to have it hopefully like a, on a beach mug or yeah. a beach towel, a mug. And so, and, uh, but lately I've been kind of wanting to go into my own style and kind of start a, I've actually been planning on doing kind of the Zodiac birth chart series or oh, birth God. diamonds, like Only Zodiac. Filling with that. Yeah. Capricorn and like half the traits Capricorn, you know, sarcastic, ambitious, judgmental and that is me I'm a cap here no yeah. offense to caps but you know we, if you know you know yeah. so yeah oh my gosh it's so funny because I was just I um a few episodes ago I was talking to a good friend of mine Mel and she's super into astrology and we were really diving into it and oh my god mm. I felt so seen I did listen to yeah I remember that yeah Oh my God, Thomas, you're such an angel. Like, honestly, every person who I've been like bringing on the show, you're just so supportive and they're listening to this and it just makes my day. Thank you so much. No worries. Yeah, I love it. Aww. Yeah. Making me feel beautiful and good. <laughs> Gassing up. Um, I wanted to ask, um, so what are the tools that you use to do graphic design or what are some tips for people who kind of want to start out in it? So um, there are really good free options online like GIMP, but I would say if you're comfortable, really, especially if you're a student, you get a really good deal on Adobe Cloud, like Adobe Illustrator, Photoshop, and InDesign. I mainly use InDesign for the magazine. That's kind of the more technical aspects of assembling the magazine together, doing the layouts, doing making sure everything's detailed and organized. But um, I I love Illustrator and Photoshop. That just there's just so many options to go there. You can learn a lot on YouTube. Like I know there's it looks intimidating at first, but once you're used to it, once you practice you can really just, you can just do a lot, even with some simple tools and just the littlest changes can just really create such a mesmerizing piece. So yeah, I would say definitely if you're able to invest in Adobe Cloud, it's it's definitely worth it. Oh, cool. Yeah. That, is, that is super encouraging that you say that too. I know there was, um, when I was kind of getting into like uh, film editing. Uh, I've always strictly used iMovie and yeah. uh, I was looking into doing like uh, Final Cut Pro and mm -hmm. the new, the idea of learning a new software can be so intimidating. And I know it can be like overwhelming, like going on YouTube and like looking at everything, but everything you said is so on the nose. Like you just practice and you get used to it and your confidence will build as you go. And creating art shouldn't have to be a discouraging process. It's there to, as an outlet, and for you to be more comforted by, you know, to validate your emotions and reasoning for things. And it, it should be a very exciting thing. Exactly. So once you get past it, it's, it's a, it becomes very smooth. Exactly. And also, you know, just dating back to Instagram, do you think all artists post their that's not how they created it on their first try when you see really professional po posters like everyone has a starting point so just you know 
understand that everyone starts somewhere and uh, once you're able to get in the groove and practice with it, you can make so much progress in, in not that long period of time. And you know what's so cool is like you can so see like what I absolutely love about your profile in particular is it showed from like the beginning when you first started learning to like where it's gone. Like mm-hmm. you are so skilled, Thomas. Yeah. You have such a like you are so talented and you I think you have such a visual eye for colors and the stuff that you're creating is so good. I love that. Thank you. Yeah, I do want to leave my old stuff on there, even stuff that I'm not the most proud of. It's just good to just see the progress and just, 100%. yeah, it's it's part of the journey. It is. It so is. And I, I think it's also super encouraging for people who are starting out, too, because they can see that, you know, people don't just start with what they have now. They start it, kind of go over these hurdles. Like, that's how I kind of felt about my writing. And I still feel that about how I dance. Like it's it's definitely a thing that if you just practice, it gets better with time. Um, and you know what's so crazy, Thomas? Yeah. We are done our interview. Oh damn! Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. Like I could just go on. This is that, so- that felt like eight minutes. Like, I know. Man. Yeah. We're like so put together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, know. that was great. Oh my God. You know what we should start doing? I, mm-hmm. I definitely want to have a film one. Uh, so we should like record it and then we should do it again. Yes, please, please, please. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> oh my God. I absolutely love that. But I actually, I also for funsies wanted to dive into what are your thoughts on NFT? Do you know about like NFT? Yes, absolutely. Yes. And that's another thing that when I first was like looking into it, I was like, oh my God, what the hell is this? Like, what am I yeah, but it's it's exciting, you know, like my cousin, he's actually he knows a bit about Bitcoin and he's made quite a bit of cash from that. So, um, well, actually, luckily, the the store that I use, uh, Teespring, they're actually introducing NFTs into into it. And so I do think it's just a bit difficult because I'm really not a gambling person. I really hate. Yeah, I'm just it, it just makes me anxious. I just I'm not a gambler like. Yes. Even for like even five dollars for I bet you like it's you whatever. Yeah. You're like, but that's I'm sure five dollars. <laughs> yeah. I why want my Tim Hortons ice cap? Like no. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but I think it's it's very it's I'm just I think it's very exciting for digital artists. It's um I, I understand you have to like buy some sort of tokens and coins. I'm still not even sure. I think they it's sound. Yeah, it sounds like some chemicals that I don't even know, like, man. <laughs> it's so true, though. Some, um, I'm getting yeah. into cryptocurrency a little bit. Actually, ooh, yeah. like, that would be a really good episode to... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if yeah. someone could teach me, teach us. Yeah, that'd be so cool. Yeah. Um, my partner and I are getting into crypto a bit, and uh, he knows a lot more than I do. Um, but it's super interesting to hear all of the different names, and I'm like, it, you're completely right. Some of them sound like chemicals. Yeah. Like Ethereum. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. It just sounds like the periodic table of elements to me, but you can yeah. make it out of it. <laughs> well, luckily I do have some like GIFs say that, that I made and apparently people are like, yes, post that as an F- NFT, NFT. So, you know, it shouldn't hurt once I just kind of know more what I'm getting into then. Yeah. If I find out anything, I will, I will tr- like tell you about it. Um, but I think like what you said, I wanted to, uh, 
uh, just kind of repeat the same words. Like it's super encouraging for the community. Like I think this is so big for the art community that you can really make an like a, a very validating um, amount of money for the art and the time that you put yeah. to create these hard pieces. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. I, yes, I feel for years there's this stigma with artists in the community that you know it's it's hard to get into. It's like it's just our whole lives have been projected by society that it is a very like you can't make a living off of it and I it's just really I don't know it brought a lot of joy when I heard that nfts were kind of like becoming more accessible mm -hmm. and I don't know people were actually making money off of it which is really exciting and it wasn't so much of a, a hustle culture to like really get your shit out there because that yeah. in itself is also a lot of work to do exactly the art community is probably like they're the number one hustlers of the world. Mm -hmm. Like I, I think, yeah. Sorry. Continue. Oh yeah. Oh, I I just you know we're just uh, we're really the backbone of the world. You know we, we are. like like come on like appreciate us people. Yes, <laughs> appreciate us. Please. Yeah. We need the validation that our parents can give us. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think more it's it's way more appreciated nowadays than it was like before but yeah I totally agree such a pleasure having you on today thank you so much for re-recording with me today <laughs> no worries this was really yeah I think this went better than the last time yeah. the last time was was really fun too but yeah this was really fun Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at I Like Your Dress Podcast and I L Y D Podcast on Twitter. Want to collaborate or be featured on our show? For more information, check out our website at ilikeyourdress.ca. This podcast is produced, written, and edited by Allison Shields and Victoria Fraser. Production manager and PR by Cameron Napier. See you next time. This is a Cave Goblin podcast. For other podcasts like this, visit cavegoblins.com. We hope you have enjoyed this program.